Welcome to another episode of the Creative on Purpose broadcast, conversations about finding fulfillment through more meaningful work. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of Creative on Purpose, available on Amazon, or visit BeCreativeOnPurpose.com to get started with free chapters. Let's meet today's guest. Elizabeth Boardman, welcome to the broadcast. Please introduce yourself and share a project you're currently working on or excited about. Hey, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, really, truly my pleasure to be here. Excited to, to meet your audience. Like Scott said, my name is Elizabeth Boardman. He did mention a little bit about the MILSPO experience, which stands for military spouse. So I'm probably most well-known in the professional space for my work with a project called the MILSPO Project, which stands for Military Spouse Project. And we got started in 2014 as an event and have since grown to a membership organization. And we provide business resources to military spouses around the country who are looking to start their own business as a solution to the high levels of underemployment and unemployment you see in our community. Awesome. And tell, tell us a little bit about how, um, how this project came to be. Yeah. So um, when Millsville Project got started, I had landed in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which in the military community is lovingly called Vietnam. Um, it's in the middle of the state. And it was our fourth move in the very kind of three years I had been married. So you know, I was, I was very new to military life. My husband was a Navy guy. And so we ended up in Fayetteville he, and Jeff was doing some training at the time. And I had left behind a job at a startup in California. And before that, I had left a job um, at a magazine, which was kind of a dream situation. And so I was just frustrated. I was like, I, is this going to be kind of my whole, I guess, identity, you know, for the first part of my marriage, I really wasn't ready to have children at the time, really wanted to focus on my career. I did have a journalism degree. So we ended up in Fayetteville, and I was just frustrated. And so I started talking about the issue with other military spouses who I had met. And fortunately, I was welcomed into this wonderful group of women who met on Monday nights, they were all military spouses, and they drank wine and talked about military life and really got me kind of um, introduced to this whole military thing because I was still kind of a newbie at the time and they all happen to be small business owners or contractors and I thought oh this is really interesting maybe this is something I can do so I started brainstorming you know ways I could translate my skills and I definitely got a few contracting gigs so as a 1099 or I guess that was my first kind of foray into you know running a business and then I went on to start another company but um at the same time, I had met with two friends that were like, let's put on an event. There's a lot of military spouse business owners in the area. And so in three weeks, we put together an event. We had 40 military spouses show up. In hindsight, I definitely wouldn't recommend that um, we have <laughs> now that I've planned a few events. But um, yeah, and then we started meeting on Facebook, part of a Facebook group and talking about uh, issues we faced, you know, in our careers as military spouses and over the next few years, it kind of grew organically into a movement of sorts. And people really started to talk about military spouse issues like they never had been before. So I really feel like multiple project was in the right place at the right time for the right issue. Excellent. So I've got two threads to pull on. But before we go any further, I just want to say um, what an inspiration uh, and how appreciative 
we all are um, uh, of the sacrifice and service, not only of your husband and being in the military, but you know, the military spouses are often, often and kind of an overlooked hero um, in that, in that equation, because we pay attention to the uniform and of course um, people putting themselves in harm, harm's way for our, our benefit. But um, your work is really, uh, Elizabeth and I have worked uh, together on one project with her community and, and it was it was a profound experience for me. Um, and so I just wanted to say out loud, I know that the, the thank you for your service thing is a little bit of a, a red herring, so you can speak to that if you want to. But um, I, I am deeply inspired and, and appreciative of um, what you do and, 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 your, and what your husband has done for our country as well. Um, there's two things that you just mentioned that I think are worth kind of unpacking a, a little bit further. The first is your project, um, you know, which maybe in part was born out of the frustration out of leaving a pretty sweet job that you were enjoying, um, was came through um, and manifested its way as basic in a way that it was basically scratching your own itch. You had a problem. You had. Uh, and in, in searching for a solu solution to your problem, you ended up cre helping create a community of people that could help and support and encourage you to find meaning and purpose in this uh, in this new way of life that you were um, finding yourself. Can you? I just that part of it I, I I had not heard from you before. So just maybe speak a little bit to that and and whether you feel like that is indeed how it happened. Yeah, I know a lot of people talk about kind of ideal customer avatar and the audience you're speaking to, but especially in those early years and still many times now, because I write, still write a lot of our content that you see in emails and on the website. Um, I was kind of speaking to myself. Like I was like, there's got to be more people out there like me that are experiencing some of these feelings and emotions. Um, as somebody at the time who was just entering the workforce, I didn't realize how important that piece of my identity was um, and how without kind of meaningful work, I was kind of feeling aimless and a little confused about my direction. Um, and of course, in the military, we are very supportive of our spouses and loved ones that serve. So of course, I got fulfillment, you know, in being a support to my husband, Jeff of some sort, but then there was just a whole piece of me that was just kind of feeling broken. And um, yeah, so that I, I would say that in the beginning, and still very much sometimes some of my best stuff has come out of, you know, my own journaling. And I'm like, I, you know, I feel like we've got to share this with our audience, because somebody's probably feeling this somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I just finished listening to Seth Godin's "We're All Weird," uh, which I, I've been downloading audiobooks um, to entertain myself as I go on my daily run. Um, and it's—I mean, you—you—you you, you were a weirdo, and you were looking for weirdos like you. Um, that you know, I mean, it's how we build tribes. It's how we connect. It's how we find people that share. Um, our values and beliefs. And it's just, uh, and you just brought up something else that I think is really worth uh, two things, two more things um, worth, uh, you know, pulling at one is this idea that of learning by doing, I mean, you had an idea, you had an, you, you asserted that there were other people that felt like you, and you decided to do something. And, and at first it began with that, that first event that um, you hosted and pulled together. The other is this idea and you've, you've mentioned meaningful work, um, how so very often 
whatever we're doing, whether it's a creative enterprise outright in an artistic field or um, any kind of work that matters in, in really any domain, the purpose and the passion comes through the process of doing the work. It's not something that you have to have first and then bring into an endeavor. Um, if you just fully engage with the proper motivation, intention, and aspiration in any endeavor, purpose and passion are kind of just normal byproducts of that. And as renewable resources, we can continue to pump them into the project that we're currently working on or uh, or another project. And I, I know that, um, I mean, I've seen a lot of, of, of iteration and development in most, the Millspell project already, but you're about, or you're engaged right now in kind of a new and uh, exciting endeavor that does actually uh, bring in the arts and creativity. Can you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. And I just want to say one thing about what you just mentioned. I think sometimes the work we're doing is a, as much about the work we're doing on ourselves internally. And we sometimes don't see that until we're in the middle of kind of that creative journey. Um, and it's through the hard parts that we really grow. Um, so I so agree with that statement. I think, you know, sometimes I'm like, am I working on myself or this business? Because <laughs> it feels like it's in tandem quite often. Um, and yes, that's we a, are. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that, yeah. that, that's an excellent point. I'm, I, I think you're there too, but I'm actively in, involved in the marketing seminar right now, which is another Seth Godin program. And uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm theoretically there to learn how to ethically and more efficiently um, promote the work that I do and help it find the right, the audience that needs it and will be served uh, and whose lives will be enhanced by it. But uh, I'm totally learning more and more and more about myself and becoming a better human being just through the, the, the course of going, you know, through going through that course. So I totally get that. So go ahead, speak to, speak to the, the new project. Yeah. So we have a lot of um, stuff going on at Millsville Project, kind of like any startup or younger company, but um, something in particular I'm very excited about is a project that I'm collaborating on with a fellow all MBA alum, Adam Lemon, um, he and his business partner started a company called Badass Backpacks. And so we are currently in um, the process of creating a backpack that tells the story of the military spouse's journey. And I think it will be really special for folks, especially military spouses who represent that other side of service, um, to have their story kind of, you know, represented visually. We've partnered with a military spouse artist, Bergen Lauren, who's put together this beautiful piece of artwork that will be on the bag. And some of the words that kind of we had spoken about in some of our creative sessions. Um, yeah, so I think what I'm most excited about this is because I'm very much in the virtual space and even workbooks we create, you know, can kind of stay in that digital world if somebody doesn't print them out and put them in their backpack is that uh, it's a physical product, which I've never done before. And there's something really lovely about, I feel like I keep telling Adam, I'm like, I can't wait to just like touch it and be like, oh, this is real. Like, this is the story. This is our story and put that bag on my back. And um, yeah, so we've got a ton of creative ideas about the way we're going to even tell the story of the backpack in addition to the story of military spouses. So that will be later this fall. Um, we're going to have kind of a limited edition of bags that go on sale. Fantastic. Well, Adam, yeah. 
Lemon was actually the first guest oh, cool. um, this season of the broadcast. So, um, and he made a point of, of bringing up um, that project and his excitement about working with you on it. Um, and he, it's a, it's a great, so you should definitely check out, I think it's badassbackpacks.com. Um, but uh, I've neglected to this point to encourage you, Elizabeth. So I know that there's no real place to connect with uh, you on this particular project, but where can people connect with you online? Yeah, thanks for asking. So you can find us at milspoproject.org. You spell that M-I-L-S-P-O project.org. And then you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Milspo Project. So um we do our own kind of storytelling series. We interview different military spouse leaders and our season two is about to start in April. So we go live on Facebook there. So that's a good place to get to know kind of military spouses and who we are. But if in particular you're interested in our work, I'd say the website's a good place to start. Excellent. And so your husband, Jeff, um, recently ended his his service in the military and is involved in another really interesting and exciting um, project. It would actually be really, um, we'll have to see about if we can't entice him to be a guest on the broadcast. I think that his, his project is really fascinating too. Um, but yet you're still, you're still very, feel very deeply connected to this community, obviously, because you're still uh, actively involved in growing uh, the Millspoke project reach and impact on that audience. What are some of the, what are some of the, the challenges unique um, to being a military spouse that, that you, that you're applying your creative capacity to, to help solve? Yeah, I think, you know, some things that are unique to military spouse life in particular is you are married to somebody who is often gone or absent due to their job. Um, and that can be trainings or deployments. So if you are a parent, that leaves you parenting alone, which can definitely affect your career. And if you run a small business, it can make things even more complicated. Since most military families are on a budget, you definitely don't join the military to get rich. <laughs> it is a service-based kind of job. Um, but then, you know, there's other things too. Reintegration, my husband and I have dealt with it with multiple deployments. People think, you know, the homecoming is going to be the exciting part because you see the pictures and the welcome home signs. But that's when the real work on your relationship begins again, because in those six, nine, 12, sometimes even more months you've been apart for a deployment, you have, um, you know, you've grown as two different people and had different experiences. So how do you come back together? And um, what's unique is, you know, military life asks you to do that over and over again. So you're kind of always iterating on your relationship. And then, of course, you know, because you move every two to three years, that's called a PCS in the military, a permanent change of duty station. And most PCSs are across state lines and some are even across oceans. That leaves you in a new community every two to three years. So if you've ever moved before, you know how stressful a move can be, how a reintegration can feel into a new community. It usually takes you around two years until you finally feel like you know people well enough to call, pick up the phone and go get coffee with them. And then you're, you know, packing your bags again and getting ready to move. So those are some of the things that are kind of layered on top of the high levels of unemployment and underemployment. Um, to flip that on its head, I think there's a lot of beautiful things about military life that people don't realize. We have one of the greatest communities, um, diverse communities of people from every walk of life that you get to know. I think some of the experiences that, um, 
in the beginning feel like they might break you actually, you know, make you into a more beautiful soul and human on the other side of that. So often, you know, the hardest things kind of make us into who we are. And I think those skills that you learn are easily transferable to owning a business. That's what we like to tell our members and our members are kind of using those skills um, to do so. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you've introduced me to some pretty remarkable uh, women who are military spouses, Kelly, who will be on the, the broadcast next time. And it's just uh, in talking with them, uh, you, uh, we're so unaware. I mean, those of us that are not connected somehow to a person um, in the military to, uh, yeah, I mean, beyond the hardships of the job, you know, being in the field and whatnot, all the hardships that we impose through the forced dislocation of or moving every two years of um, having to build, you know, brand new relations. And so what's so amazing to me in talking with everybody that you introduced me to is how, how efficient they become at, at, uh, at, do, at, at, at building new relationships, just that, you, you know, if you are, if you've just moved to a new neighborhood um, and you need somebody to watch your kids every once in a while, um, you know, there's no, you can't like, you haven't been around the neighbor's kids for two years to see which ones are responsible enough to take care of your, your little ones or not. Um, and so, you know, I mean, just direct, honest, sincere, authentic. Uh, it's, 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 it's really, uh, it's really amazing. Um, and, and worth considering for those, uh, watching the broadcast, um, you know, our, 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 uh, military, military spouses are, 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 are deserving of more than just our, um, appreciation and undying gratitude. So what are some of the, what are some of the, um, the tools and, uh, concepts or tools that MILSPO project is sharing with the, the military spouse community to help them uh, enhance their lives and, and solve the problems inherent with, with that kind of life? Yeah, so we have three kind of words we always go back to, and that's access, community, and accountability, and that's in our mission statement. So access to resources. Um, like I mentioned before, many military spouses are on a budget, so we provide monthly resources for our military spouses. And that comes in the form of workbooks, workshops. We have a new series called Ask Me Anything, where you can ask a business professional about more technical business issues like taxes or accounting or uh, maybe legal formation of your company. And then um, we do mastermind sessions where military spouses can actually workshop on their business with one another, no matter where you are. We meet over Zoom like this. So if you're in Albuquerque or you're in California, you can come together and um, chat about stuff that's going on in your life. And so, um, and then, you know, community in general, we have a members only group where people can post questions. We are just finished out, finished building out a new member area. Um, so I actually need to talk with you about that in a separate <laughs> kind of discussion, right. but, but yeah, we, um, yeah. So I, I think community and then um, accountability is huge too. Like how do you set big goals and fall through with them when life is kind of throwing stumbling blocks in your path and having somebody you can say, okay, I'm dealing with this and not having to explain yourself. I think that's, you know, the main um, kind of goodness in our group is you can show up and show up as you are. There's no explanation about dealing with deployments or maybe some of the mental health health issues that go on in the military or just understood and you kind of um, can come as you are and, and talk about things going on in your life and business. 
so the two words that just leapt to mind um, are collaboration and empathy. Um, and that's really seems to be kind of baked into your mission, uh, the access community and accountability that you just um, that you just mentioned. And it's it, you know, I, I had somebody actually one of one of my um, members who saw that you were appearing on the broadcast asked me, well, what the heck does being in the military have to do with create creativity? And so. <laughs> And I, I mean, the answer for me is always the same. I think that there are, there are three inherent things about being a human being. The first is that we are, are the only beings on the planet that are born with a capacity for reason, that we have the ability to think logically and rationally and to, um, to solve difficult problems through just the act uh, of, of using our, our mind properly. We are inherently social creatures, which means that the only reason we exist on the planet is based on our ability to um, collaborate, connect, communicate, and and work on difficult problems together. And we all have this um, inherent creative capacity. We, it's, the, I guess the studies show that about 50% of Americans do not feel that they are creative, um, which is, I think, tragic because if, if you weren't creative, you couldn't make a meal and you could not write an email and you could not do all the things that you need to do just in your everyday life. So we, we employ that creative capacity um, all the time. And maybe, I mean, is there any... Um, is there any part of your process that is, I, I see you helping people solve interesting or difficult problems. And oftentimes uh, it seems that a big part of that process is simply we have to change the way that we perceive the situation that we're in um, and, uh, and, and act in a way that um, is based on looking at op opportunities when there's appears to be a lot of obstacles and for leverage points when everything seems to be kind of uh you know a misfortune turning our life sideways how, how does that play out in your in your work yeah i think you know in particular you're probably talking about our messaging so I think there are kind of two camps in the military spouse community. Hopefully I don't get in trouble for, <laughs> for saying this on a, a live broadcast, but I think there's people who want to take the experience and, you know, talk about what it's doing to them and how they're transforming from it and what they're learning about themselves and how they're learning to better love others through kind of this military journey. And then I think you know, it's like no other, it's like other walks of life, you know, like hardship can either break you and you can focus on the negative or you can focus on the positive. So I think Millsville Project's done a good job of how can we turn this on its head and talk about the positive things and the silver lining in every situation because there's always kind of silver lining. Um, so I hope that answered your question. Is that what you Yeah, well, it's yeah. just that I think um, what I hear in and what, what, what some of our previous conversations, I mean, there are some... So much, I mean, every, in everybody's life, we do a poor job of recognizing how much is really beyond our control. I mean, beyond the way that we choose to look at things and beyond how we decide to engage with the situation, circumstances, and people we find ourselves in a given moment, 
everything else is beyond our control. We like to think that we are successful because we are smart and talented and hardworking and all those things. But even the, 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 the most intelligent and hardworking uh, people on the planet um, experience enormous amounts of failure because there's just too much beyond our control. And one of the things that um, strikes me about your work is that, you know, we, so we have to, we have to choose how we decide to look at things and we have to choose what we do next while we accept that most everything that we are engaged in is the outcome is beyond our control. But there's in between those two things, there's so much opportunity for us to have an influence. And then when even that is out, when that's not possible, when we not don't even have the ability to influence, then there's still an opportunity there for us. And that's to grow as a human being, to practice the virtue of humility or patience or forgiveness or, you know, uh, whatever it is. And so, um, I mean, you were kind of bringing, talking around that in your answer. I just wanted to, to kind of, uh, point that out because I think as creative people, the people that are, um, you know, in my audience that are seeking to employ their creativity more purposefully and with, um, you know, greater, um, a greater sense of, uh, uh, aspiration and intention. Um, it's hard sometimes to accept that most of it's just going to happen as it happens. And it's, it's, that's really not about us. And that's at the heart of your work. I mean, it's not about, you know, Millspo Project is not about you and it's, it's about the community, but it's about the whole family that, um, uh, that's kind of around that community. Um, we're coming up on the end of our talk together, but I, I see, uh, I don't know if this is somebody from your group, Barbara Bristol Bozeman, who says, that sounds great. Love the backpack. Hello, super excited about being part of the Millspo family. So she is part of the Millspo family. And when you join the military or are married to it, you are never alone. I love that sentiment, Barbara. And then she finally says, it's hard to get settled and feel normal when you know it's only temporary and short term. True fact that. Um, oh, and Nikki James Zellner is here too. She says, military spouses are some of the most creative folks we know. Yes, <laughs> they must be. <laughs> um, Forced creativity, the best kind. Millspo project members are makers, photographers, graphic designers, manufacturers, artists. What a great tribe. Fantastic. Well, this is all, I mean, we are actually having more viewers to the live broadcast um, than I can remember in some time, um, Elizabeth. And that's a testimony to the work that you're doing in the community that, that you've built. And of course, um, hundreds and thousands more will see this in replay as, as time goes by. Any Closing thoughts um, on creativity and military spouse uh, life before we, we sign off. I did want to say one thing, you know, when you were talking, I thought a lot about kind of my journey and um, there's something we say in the military, which is don't borrow worry, which is a lot easier sometimes said than, than done. But I think something, you know, I see that military spouses do well is just continually show up. And I think that's a big part of the creative process that's not talked about enough. People are looking for hacks or want to talk it through or get deep about creativity. And I love talking about creativity. So I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with you. 
but sometimes like anything in life, we just need to show up. Um, and I think that's where some, that's why my work kind of continues. And I think the work of a lot of our members is we show up because we have to. And I think Nikki kind of alluded to that um, with the beautiful constraints, you know, when you're operating within some constraints, you have to be more creative than ever. Um, so yeah, I would just say continue to show up and do it every day. And I think that's when your best work comes. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I've been banging this drum recently that um, confidence and certainty, in addition to being unattractive, are the enemies of creativity. Creativity requires curiosity and courage and the courage to stand up and be seen and speak up and be heard and to do that consistently every day with the purpose of connecting with other people and having a positive impact um, on them in the world. So really appreciate that you are doing all that and so much more through Millspo's project. Thank you uh, very, very much, Elizabeth. Thanks everybody for tuning in. If you're still with us, we appreciate your time and attention. Please connect with Elizabeth uh, Boardman at millspoproject.org. And of course, it's always great to hear from you at becreativeonpurpose.com. Remember the words of Epictetus, learning that does not lead to action is useless. So go out there and share your best work with those who need it. It really matters. Thank you, Elizabeth, very much for your generosity in being here and for the great work that you do. Thanks, Scott. It's been fun. Thank you, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're still with us, we really appreciate your time and attention. Please connect with our guests wherever they live online. And it's always good to hear from you at BeCreativeOnPurpose.com. Now, remember the words of Epictetus, learning that does not lead to action is useless. So go out there and share your best work with those that need it. It really matters.